This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey there, AMC Turn fans. Welcome to another episode of the Turn After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about Season 4, Episode 8, The Belly of the Beast. And guys, not only is there a lot of awesome stuff to talk about tonight, but we also have a very special guest. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey there, everybody. It's nice to see that we have a full panel this, this evening. Hit, hit, nudge, nudge. Wow, it was almost like I was actually at work doing <laughs> spy things. I swear to God, I was at a work conference that was spy themed. <laughs> Like, it's kind of amazing. It was amazing. This was planned like six months ago. But not only are we here, but we have a special guest joining us tonight. Hi, everybody. How you going? Hey. Um, well, let's not waste any time. Hey, Turn fans, how's it going? Tonight we're talking about uh, the belly of the beast. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my fantastic panel. To my left, Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. You can follow me all over the social media at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Our special guest and probably MVP of this episode, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Dan Hrenshaw, how are you tonight? Good, good, good. Woo! Good, AKA, good. thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Caleb is one of the most likable parts of this show, so it's a huge honor to have you here tonight. Oh, cool, thank you. <laughs> Chat says, Fuzzy Bear is real. <laughs> 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 thank you, Heather Smith. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. And we have a couple people, a couple first-timers here. Yeah, hey, everybody in the live chat. How you all doing? Um, I'm also Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. For those of you in the live chat, all of you first-timers, hey, guys, we hope you're having a good time tonight. Katie's going to keep you covered on that uh, in case you guys have questions for our special guest. And also, we're going to be keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTVTurn on Twitter uh, because we know you guys have lots of feels about this series, and we feel those feels as well. So, so many feels. So many feels. This was all horrible movie at the end of the episode there. Oh, <laughs> like, should we, dang. Should we just kind of start <laughs> talking about, like, the the huge thing in this episode, which was kind of the climax, I uh, guess? Yes. <laughs> That's get, on my mind. Well, I, I want <laughs> to talk about you. <laughs> I want to talk to our guest first, because this is the first, um, unlike a lot of the other guests here, this is your first time yeah. on our panel tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, to kind of start things off, how did you get involved in this series? How did I get involved? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, I know that's going, like, way back. Going back. But. Yeah, we, um, so we shot the pilot in 2013. Um, I was in Sydney, uh, in my home country of Australia. I think I was doing a play at the time, and an audition came up, and I put down a tape. 
Um, and it went quite well, obviously. Um, and I got invited to be a part of the pilot. Um, and we shot that April 2013. And the rest is history. We started shooting the. First no pun series. intended. Yeah. <laughs> first up off the bat. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Usually You're that's welcome. my job. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We got that one out of the way. Um, yeah, so we started shooting the first season at the end of 2013. And then, yeah. Yeah, and as I said before, Caleb is one of the most likable parts of this show, and I think probably what's so great about him is you look like you're having a ball playing him. (laughs) Uh, What was your impression of him the first time you actually got to to play with him on set? Um, There's a little bit of history out there, or, you know, the book is a great resource. Mm -hmm. Um, Alex Rose's book is a great resource, so... I pilfered that for as much as I could preen about the character and then I did a bit more research online and went up to DC and um, so sort of went through a couple of museums and um, a library and um, forgive me the, the name of the library that this left me but it's a pretty important library. Library uh, of Congress? That's the one. Sorry, <laughs> it's pretty important. Yeah, the biggest one. Yeah. It has books and stuff. Yeah, books I mean. And words and things. Um, I mean, you've seen one library. You've seen them all. Right. <laughs> Um, oh, friend. <laughs> oh, friend. <laughs> no, this is a very special, special uh, library. Um, so what we got from that was someone who was boisterous, loyal, um, uh, not afraid to um, take it to the, to, to, to the enemy. Um, and so, I mean, I think in history, his pages, he's uh, said to be quite tall, um, not Australian. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> We had a little bit of poetic license within within that, and um, sort of the, the 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 writers created this happy-go-lucky, very loyal. Um... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Friendly, violent, comical <laughs> um, character that, that has great bravado, and I just relished, you know, I love being physical, love getting up on the horse, um, love breaking the earnest edge that is Benjamin Talmadge or <laughs> Abe Woodhull um, with, a, with a wise crack. Or, so I just relished the chance to... To, to, to pull on those leathers and, and get amongst it. It was very good fun, yeah, from the outset. Yeah, well, that's how it started. This season, though, for, for Caleb's been a little bit rougher. Uh, so kind of going into the fourth and final season, there's there's kind of a lot of emotional baggage there because it right. is the final season and it is wrapping up everything. But what were your thoughts when you kind of looked at what Caleb's arc was going to be for the final season of the show? Oh, I was stoked. You know, it was completely a polar opposite to what we'd seen of him. Um, and we got to really push the boundary um, of, of, of where we could take him. And... Um, it's always nice to be given the opportunity to really take a character that you know and love um, and push them in a completely opposite direction and see what what that makes them do and how that turns out. Um, so the writers were, um, you know, gave me that gift to really push that, and I was lucky enough to do some of those great scenes um, opposite some of my good buddies in the show, and we really got to push the boundaries of 
emotion and, and physicality and you know uh, explore PTSD and um, in a really uh, sensitive and real manner and um, yeah I, I've relished it um, it's, it wasn't necessarily always easy but it was great fun if we, I can say that we actually have a question in the chat about that from uh, Heather Smith who is evidently a first time live viewer hello hey girl hey the scene with Caleb <laughs> confessing to Ben about how much Simcoe terrorized him deserves an Emmy nomination at the very least how long did it take to prepare for that scene that's very kind Heather thank you I appreciate that um I mean, that was seven episodes in, so we're probably three months into a four-month shoot. and So really not a lot of prep time, huh? You no. guys just kind of have to go into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, lucky enough to get the scripts, um, you know, like maybe a week out before we start shooting this, the episode. Um, but you've been living in that mindset for, 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 for a time. Um, and I think um, that was Libby's episode, and uh, she wrote this beautiful scene with so much nuance that it was um, fairly easy to understand what was going on, but the execution was um, something that we played with on the day. I think we did that in about... I think we were losing light. We didn't have a great deal of time. But when you're working with Seth Numeric and um, the director of that episode, um, Omar, um, there was a really... It was a great collaboration, and, and we were able to come up with what we did. And, and uh, sometimes it's best to have time against you because it really pushed us into it. A vulnerable position which was great for the scene yeah we um to kind of go off of that we have uh red and toby in uh the hashtag uh wanting to thank the both you and the creators of the show thank you so much for dealing with the issue of ptsd mm. which is still a major problem for the military absolutely. today and they didn't even know what it was back then it didn't have a name no absolutely <clears throat> not no and you didn't talk about it either it was just, no. just get on with it buck up yeah, yeah well, there's no time. Mm. Well, Mara Jade in chat says, back then they called it melancholy. They called a lot of things melancholy, <laughs> guys. <laughs> we had four options. Yeah. That was one of them. <laughs> that's when people died of heartbreak. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> it's the black bile. You got to drain it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, even in this series. Medicinal practices. I mean, in this series, they were doing bloodletting. Uh, no. like Was that season one or season? Yeah, they, they did bloodletting. It was like, ah, oh, why was that a thing? Get the leeches. No, no, you need all of your blood. It's supposed to stay in your body. Judge Woodhall got shot. Yeah, yeah that was... Leaking out all the Yeah, oh, that's yeah. not how that works. <laughs> this series does not shy away from the historical accuracy, especially yeah. the parts that we don't like to think about as a modern right. society. Yeah, we were we were talking about this a little bit uh, two weeks ago, um, but like it's so much fun seeing kind of the day to day of like, oh, mm. that's what life was really like for mm. people back then. But then there are other details where you're like, I didn't need to know how they went to the bathroom. <laughs> that was not not at all something that it's uh, all inclusive. I think it gives you a great overall understanding of what it may have been like. It's a great interpretation and a representation of what these men and women were going through on a daily basis. And it doesn't necessarily glorify everything, you know, yeah. and makes it as hard as it was. Um, I think that's one of the great qualities of the show and one of the things that we all really appreciated in the writing um, as, as performers, you know, asked to enact that. It was a privilege. It wasn't just the glamour of winning wars and, you know, there was yeah. everything that goes in behind that. We've yeah. said this more than once. Uh, this isn't the the movie The Patriot, which is fun, right, right. but like that that's kind of I don't want to say it dumbs it down because it's a good movie in and of itself. But there's a history was a lot more nuanced than that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> mm. um, and I feel like after four seasons of the show, we really have that. 
We get to see people on both sides. We get to see Abe's little friend. Oh, oh, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh buddy. Oh, um, yes, mm, it's actually really funny. Um, one of our co-hosts for uh, other shows that we do, Alexis, she actually started texting me. She's like, mm. I, I don't watch Turn, but I am in love with this actor, and I'm so happy that he gets to be on the show that you and Katie watch. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Two days later, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, yeah. so oh. if you guys are wondering who's responsible, Alexis is the one responsible. <laughs> She's the one that killed him. Crit fails a dexterity check, literally shoots himself in the leg, and oh, friend. Oh, oh friend. But, like, but Catch Me mm. was a stroke of brilliance. Mm. Yeah, and, mm. and again, he was like, I, I just wanted to be brave for once mm. in my life. And that's his opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's like it was a very brave thing to do. Yeah. Uh, Great yeah. sacrifice. Uh, yes. it was awful though. But like that's also something that we talking about like not glorifying the past. Right. That's a thing that happens. Sometimes you don't go out in a blaze of glory. Sometimes it's just a stupid mistake mm. or a misfired gun, and mm. that's. That's what ends it. Mm. Well, and just deserters being a thing, deserters being a known right. issue for right. both armies, and it's like, well, that's how we deal with it. Right. Because uh, the British Commission is worthless. You can't sell it anymore because everyone knows they're losing. Right. Yeah. I love it. There's, uh, and I love, too, <laughs> that he's he's like, that I didn't want to, I wasn't even supposed to be yeah. here today. Yeah. It was two weeks from retirement, yeah, and yeah. this was supposed to be an easy gig. Yeah. Uh, I get some money. I get a I get a roof of my head. Yeah, my my dad gets off my back yeah. for a little bit, and I I love when this show goes out of its way to show you just how human the redcoats were. Because mm. again, they're not just faceless bad guys no, like no, they are no, in a lot no. of other things. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I God bless Childhood's Hour in chat. They they're saying something that we have been yelling for multiple seasons. Abe needs to stop talking spy stuff without <laughs> checking the surroundings or within earshot of people. Hashtag shake my head. Like, yeah! Abe is the worst spy! Turn is basically a show about people who shouldn't be spies being spies and then people that society thinks shouldn't be spies being the best spies! Right. Yep. <laughs> I mean, the ones that I'm talking the- about Anna and Mary. Oh, how great. Megan is just killing Killing it as Mary this year. Yes, oh, oh my so gosh, it's amazing. It's so it's so uh, wonderful to watch, especially in this episode when she, yeah, you know, she convinces uh, Caleb to go down. She realizes what needs to be done. She starts ploying that plot with um, with Anne. She's trying to save Anne from. I mean, it's you get the whole picture, right? Like the 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 human connection and then the things that must be done to win the war. Yeah, because we uh, we I we were talking with a friend of ours about that, and she felt like, she's like, I don't know, Mary seems like an underdeveloped character for me. I'm like, you haven't been watching this show. Right, you haven't right. been watching the same show that I've been watching. Particularly the last two seasons, right? Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, yeah. up until this week, she was the one that got closest to killing Simcoe. Yeah. Like, yeah. up until this week, yeah. it was her. We, we have a Ranger Danger shirt with a rifle on it, and that's for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but um, but I, I love... And then like, you broke that record. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was we'll a combina- combination. a combination between me and Amy. Yeah, and, and it was then, a team effort. That was really. a team effort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was definitely a team effort. Um, but like talking about that scene, um, 
uh, talking about how, how great it was that Mary and Caleb did get to have this moment mm. together, one of the things I really like about this season as a whole is that we are getting to see characters who haven't had a lot of opportunities to play off of each other mm. getting to act in scenes together. Oh, yeah. And so it must have been really nice like getting a couple scenes with Megan this season. Oh, it was great. Oh, uh, particularly she, yeah. great. I mean, uh, the scene in, I think, episode five where she gives it to me it was fantastic. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, uh, helping uh, Caleb, giving him some hope, uh, pulling him out of his fuse and reminding him who he is was, you know, I don't know if Caleb would have come back from anything if she hadn't stepped up and said it, because it comes from the most unlikely person, um, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's great because there there is that, like, family-friend connection there, but at the same time, a lot of his closest friends don't know how to talk to him mm. about what's happened to him. So it's kind of nice to have somebody who who does have a connection to him, but is removed enough to be able to actually sit down and go, hey, are you okay? And and this is when we get this moment, and it's absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and she's great. I mean, she's really uh, sucking the marrow out of every scene that she's getting this season. Yeah. Yeah, and talking about... Um, talking about uh, kind of her role in camp in this episode. Um, well, we we should talk about how Ben is just kind of, he, yeah, he wasn't necessarily the best in terms of bedside manner, but at the same time, you can't really blame him either because there's oh, absolutely no time to really be, yeah. I mean, you know, he's got Washington, what should be, what should be done in Washington is blinded by his... Um, pursuit of Arnold and then the recapture of New York because I feel like he feels a great deal of shame for losing the biggest city in the Americas at the time and then um, he's got to deal with his drunk PTSD friend and then he has to deal with um, Anna and and Mary's um, great, you know, talking about consistently, helpfully challenging all his uh, sort of conceptions about Women, women's role and who they are and who they are to him. It's a, it's a big... Any one of these moving pieces would be a job in and of itself. Right. And he's having yeah. to juggle right. all right. of them simultaneously. Right. So on the one hand, you're like, man, Ben, it's really, it's really hard watching him, like be so laser focused uh, at the detriment of his friends but at the same time it's like you completely understand where he's right. coming from right. um, I do love at the end that Mary just kind of cut him out of the conversation with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like look this is what's happening <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the, like this is a thing that's occurring she will believe whatever I tell her what do I tell her I, and again, what do I tell her that will be like I don't know about this military stuff but I absolutely have this woman eating out of the palm of my hand and I don't know how it happened. What do I tell her? It's such a big piece of the puzzle, yeah. too, that, you know, Ben was ready to just sort of write it off, have her arrested mm. on site, or, like, mm. if you can't tell me this, then then mm. obviously there's nothing more we can do about this particular situation. But because Mary put in the time to really build that trust, they have a huge opportunity mm. here. Uh, they have basically a direct line of misinformation to Clinton. Right. And that's so huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so and it's just, I have established this line. I need you to tell me what to put in it. Mm. And it's like, are we going to talk to Ben about this? No. Mm. No, he's he's kind of been a jerk to me for the past <laughs> uh, three episodes. So I'm talking to you because you make sense. 
But he has his limits, too. And um, talking about Washington and in this vain pursuit oh, of New York, it's, it's fantastic yeah, yeah. because he's making the... like Washington is making the right decision for all of the wrong reasons. Because history tells us it's the right decision that the Battle of Yorktown is one of the most decisive battles mm-hmm. of this war. Mm-hmm. So from the audience perspective, from people who have listened to Hamilton even once or who are <laughs> studying are for their... Out, man. <laughs> or studying for their AP history test or whatever, like, you know that this is the right decision but being able to see it like, no, don't do it, don't do it, and knowing that everyone who's telling him not to do it has a really good point is just, this is really hard to watch. Mm. Like, you're wrong, but you wind up being right. Mm. And they, they and here's the thing, too, is right now, the only reason he's right is because there are more things at play than everybody else is aware of. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, they don't have the information, he doesn't have the information to justify what he wants. And Abe does right now. Yes, he does. And Lafayette's like, mm. Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it up there, though? <laughs> Lafayette, just the bit about, no, you're not him, I speak very good English, is the point yeah. where I was just like, if I didn't love you already... I would I, love you more. I believe Bless. I believe on more than one occasion Ian has said that he wants the series to end with Abe and Washington meeting face to face. I don't know if that'll happen, but like I feel like that would I think be I said that. Maybe. That was know. me. The last time I was in studio like 4 weeks ago. No, but Ian said it in the past too. Okay. It'd be nice. It'd be nice We've to see. We all said it. This would be great. It'd be nice to see. Poker face. It'd be nice to see. <laughs> Two more weeks. Aww. Aww. Why? Why'd you do that for? Aww. You're just like mentally eating popcorn watching Asteros, aren't you? Like, wow, that's an interesting opinion. I can tell you what, the popcorn next two episodes are pretty, pretty exciting. Oh, that's well, yeah. it's the series pretty, finale. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. It's the penultimate episode and then the series finale. So I. A lot of what you're talking about kind of may or may not happen in the next <laughs> two episodes. <laughs> That's our entire career as after show hosts. Is it going to happen? Eh, Kanye shrug. We'll For see. those of you listening eh. on iTunes, I encourage you to switch over to YouTube when you get the chance to see the grin that he just gave. Because <laughs> it was kind of fantastic. Um, and we have people asking, any hints what happens in the series finale? Guys, well, no I would imagine that the Stop war that. ends. Spoiler and some alert. people will probably die because it's a war. Spoiler alert, America wins. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag America. I mean, I, I actually looked up the episode titles because I was just on the wiki, and one of them, I believe, is called Yorktown. So, guys. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Yeah. I, I think the last episode is called Washington Spies, and I'm like, oh. Okay, then it, then it might be next week that says Yorktown or something I like don't know. That. I think next one's called Reckoning. I might be mistaken, though. Well, then I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not that sure. happens frequently. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> Let's just say Yorktown's in there somewhere, maybe. <laughs> they might go to Yorktown. Yeah. There might be a I mean, battle. It's a pretty, yeah, it's, yeah. Abe's got this little piece of paper in his messenger bag. <laughs> That's. I feel like Yorktown is probably par for the course at this point. And I have to give this season a lot of props, too, for having more than one battle scene. Right. Yeah. Um, because this is not a show that's all about the front lines. This is a show that's about a lot of the behind the scenes mm-hmm. and the politics and the mm-hmm. interpersonal drama that went into mm-hmm. all of that. Um, but lo and behold, this episode starts us out on the front freaking line. Right. I legitimately thought that Abe 
Gabe was daydreaming again. Right. <laughs> Just because the episode previous yeah, was yeah. like 50 ways to kill Simcoe in the West. And <laughs> it does feel like the way they open it up too. Like the, it's very yeah. dreamy. It's, it's very, very disoriented. The, the sound has this, been taken away. It's been, it's been, yeah. The, the high pitched whirring. Yeah. Um, it, I love when they do that. It's very disorienting. And then the bang and then the music. And it's uh, so, it's quite contradicting. The, 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 f- the flute the, and, the, and the, the drum the ha- and the, the bang. The happy flute. Oh. And I'm like, was that really what it was yeah. like? Oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. I think about the point I realized it wasn't a dream was when Arnold asked Cicero for a drink. A drink, yeah. That's like, that's a detail that Abe's not going to be dreaming about. <laughs> Shoot, this is real. And just the details about this was actual fighting in the streets. This was someone got killed and their mm. small child ran out mm. and tried to wake them up. Especially when this it's is mother's drag. Yeah. This is mothers dragging their children across the street to get mm. out of the way of the volleys of guns. Like, holy cow. Uh, you don't yeah. really think about war like this. It's like, mm. and then this company took this city, and then from there, and it's yeah. like, oh, Never this mind. is what taking a city involves. Never mind all of the human collateral <laughs> yeah. that comes with we, that. That's where we spent the whole time in Richmond. So it was interesting to see Richmond finally come into the fray. So that's where we sort of called the home. We shot it out of, out of Richmond for four years, so... That's awesome. Mm. Nice. Oh. Mm. Yeah, actually finally getting to actually have a title card that yeah. says Richmond. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we worked on a lot of the places that they actually fought. Uh, we shot a lot at Westover where Arnold and the troops and um, Abe's. Are we going to talk about Abe and Simcoe? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do that. When do we not? Really, really quick before we do, I do want to take a quick moment to talk to you guys about iTunes. Folks, thank you to everybody who's gone to iTunes to rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you, and it is the best way to let our producers know that you guys like the show that we're putting on. And, uh, guys, since the show is coming to an end, uh, we definitely want to hear you sound off uh, with that. So please let our producers know how much you've enjoyed this show during its final final season and uh not to mention that you will get a shout out on the show i don't believe we have any new ones this week but well guys, i'm looking you I, didn't give me a heads up <laughs> i i looked before the show itunes typically takes a few days before it processes so if you left a comment yesterday right before the show it's not going to pop up for probably another day or two so sorry about that for anybody who left a comment recently we'll get to it next time for sure um, so yeah make sure you have your comments in in time for the final episode Yes, definitely. Um, I'm definitely going to take like a chunk of time for like a special thanks to everybody for the final episode for sure. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Abe and Simcoe right. because <laughs> holy cow. I mean, Let's talk about the moment this turned into like the final act of a Scream movie. Not <laughs> Without not just, the phones. No, Scream, Ghostface is too erratic with his movements and too clumsy. Simcoe is the, oh. is, is the classic horror movie Cold monster back. of just yeah. walking. Uh, yeah. And he but prior to, to that, the build. Like, yeah. You know, oh they, my they God. see each other, they have to sort of respect the, each other's ground. Yeah, they, like nothing can be done while they're at camp. Whose knives, which, whose guns, whose bare hands. No, 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 you're ruining the metaphor. Well, Stop and it. And I, I love I love that it, it was it's such a good I love the parallels that this season is doing because them walking out of Arnold's uh office parallels when they walked out of the courthouse back in season yeah. one, right before their duel. Yeah, and although Abe stepped up. He's yeah. Like, I mean, and that's the great thing about that dialogue, is though Simcoe, um, you may be better at what you do, but I'm definitely better at what I do. So 
uh, and then I will challenge her and, and, and Simcoe says yes but you don't know what it's actually like this is what it's like how are you going to act as someone who's never done it before yeah. I'll come find you <laughs> I mean it's terrifying I mean if there's one thing Simcoe does really well it's being a warrior <laughs> yeah. oh yeah like, he loves the battlefield and yeah. so it's and Abe was not meant he's supposed to be a lawyer he he's is he's bad at being a farmer he's bad but, at being a spy <laughs> he's really bad at being a soldier he's good at words and bad at everything else <laughs> He has a heart, though. He does. He does. And he's a good father. This isn't a shonen anime. Heart does not make up for any other defects you might have. You can't heart your way into spying success. You just can't. But he's still there. I mean, I don't know about him. I I feel like I would have given up. Yeah. He has so many chances to give up. Uh, He just... He gets trodden on continuously, episode by episode. When, you, when things are going up for him, they go back down for him. Yeah, and, and it wouldn't just, be... His resolve is, I mean, yeah. maybe that's the thing. Maybe he's not the greatest what all those things, but his resolve, I don't know. Yeah, and here's the thing, is that he wouldn't be... And, like, this show wouldn't be nearly as interesting if he always made the right choices. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you have a perfect main character, who cares? Yeah. Right. That it's me- Sword Art Online. Yeah, it means uh. there's no drama and no stakes, but because we have very fallible main characters, it means anyone could go at any time. And as we saw with... with- or Sutridge, it's like a small mistake can cost you your life in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we, we get the scene during the battle where Abe more than once tries to sneak away and it doesn't it doesn't work. And at this point, he has no idea that Caleb is out there mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. you know, looking to save him or looking mm-hmm. to provide him an escape. Mm-hmm. And so, in his mind, no one's coming for him. Like, he's got nothing. Oh, no, you have no I'm, idea. I'm not yeah. even sure if, he's like... He's out. He's he off kno- to see. Yeah. Like, find the French. Get the information. Bang. That's yeah. no idea. So, yeah, he, he gets that key piece of intel, and he's like, I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, the fact that he just, jet. he just lifted the paper right off of Arnold's table. Arnold didn't even notice <laughs> it. Like, this man is so far up his own ass. Arnold. If he noticed details or made better decisions, he would have been able to stop so many, like, spying attempts and attempts on it. Just, Arnold. God, Gaston in a uniform. I just yeah, can we, tell me I'm wrong. That should be a hashtag. Gaston in a uniform. He's got the right. ponytail and everything. That's pretty good. He, he's, he's real life Gaston, even to the point of, you know, take care of Mrs. Arnold. The child is important to me. Her? Meh. Like, wow. But again, like the balls to take it right under his nose. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, can we talk about how well, kind you, of awful... Arnold is to begin with because he's like again very he's a smart guy when he wants to be because he he can point this out but his response isn't to try to steer everybody to to the right answer it's like I'm gonna take my stuff mm. and bail because mm-hmm. I only care about what's mine self-interest yeah yeah he's he's made his bed and now he's lying in it like nobody likes a traitor for one he's extremely self-interested he's still extremely self-important and so by the time we've gotten to the point where he has actual information that people need to know, they just discard him because, oh, it's Arnold, he's a blowhard, he's a mm. jerk, it's, you know, he's not really worth anything. It's kind of nice seeing him right for once, though, for him to point out something <laughs> and go, like, look, here's the thing! <laughs> the narcissist who cried wolf. Owen would love to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Owen's been well, like, well, if he's when listening. do I get to be liked on the show? <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, he does a wonderful job of expressing, you know, like the dichotomy of what it is to want to be acknowledged and not getting that acknowledgement. And then, like you say, realising he's made the wrong decision potentially, or that's how it's depicted maybe in the scene of last when he goes and turns to the side. But in this, he's it's all gone. It's far gone. You're right. So he's made his bed and it's time. Stuff it. I'm going to look after myself. I'm going to just get my own interests involved. And yeah. We've had a great little conversation and chat about this. Uh, Shauna A. saying Arnold didn't even notice that uh, Champ wears the uniform of Talmadge's re- uh, regiment. Airedale saying Champ complimented Arnold and that blind him to any other detail. <laughs> and Mara Jade, God bless her, going as Arnold, that man paid me a compliment. Ha ha, I am God. <laughs> <laughs> he was so desperate I for I feel validation. like Mara has been watching us watch these episodes because that's the kind of commentary I make. I may have yelled three different times whenever we had a shot framing Simcoe up to anyone else. Good God, he's tall! <laughs> just like 8,000 other things I could say. It is still just like, he's really tall! That is the last person you want. Uh, dumb, staring like, you down. Staring you down with a loaded weapon. And what I loved about like Simcoe in that scene where, where he's gunning for Abe mm. is Abe straight up takes time to shoot at him mm. and he does not flinch. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just goes straight. Mm. I love too that he was like he starts calling him Culper instead mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Woodhurst. Like, yeah, oh yeah. god, oh. So, yeah, it was it's your worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah. it's terrifying. Um, but again, what like the scene is perfectly paced and perfectly shot mm. because then we have the outset of Caleb on the outside mm. getting ready to shoot and. I have to ask, what was your reaction when you saw the script and you were like, I hit him? I actually got him? Did I kill him? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, wanted, I mean, like, you know, history tells us that John goes and goes and becomes who he does to, to, up in Canada, but there was, <laughs> that was definitely hope for me. <laughs> Come on, do I kill him? Like, forgetting the Come history. Come on, this isn't a history lesson. Yeah, 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 this is yeah, history yeah, adjacent, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was very gratifying to be able to be the person who does. I think that's a brilliant way of tying that back in for the it's, last and the first season. Especially of, since it was their conflict that mm-hmm. put Caleb where he's mm-hmm. at right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that, I I would hope that, obviously PTSD doesn't necessarily just go away overnight, but I mm-hmm. hope that that moment provides him with a lot of closure. Mm-hmm. Well, and also seeing the physical damage. Like, I was watching what? your arm <laughs> shake while holding the gun, right. like, and we've built up to this with the accidentally shooting someone and right. missing the tree with the hatchet. And, right. like, I was wondering how well Caleb was going to recover. Yeah, I mean, he's not at his best just yet. I think it's still a bit of a shock to be in that uh, scenario of, of, of live battle. And I don't think he's coping so well, but he has a job to do and a friend to save. So uh, does his best to put that, push that aside and, and, and get the, the job done. I don't think he knows that he's hit him or not. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah, he does, so, he does see he does yeah, see them he goes, scuffling. He goes out and then that's it, and then he has to go because there, there are red coats approaching. So I don't know if he's in if he's aware of what actually happened. In such a heightened state. I mean, you haven't got time really to grasp what's going on, and you've, your mission is still to find the man that you grew up with and you love as as, as, a, as a brother and a friend. So I think you know, you know, but that. That, that sweet bit of editing of the prayer coming back into, yes. into the uh, shot. I did my best. Gotta go. Yeah, Sound yeah, yeah. design in this episode. Top yeah. notch, guys. Well, and Airedale commented, it wasn't Simcoe's voice in his head anymore. Yes! Yay! Oh! <laughs> oh, 
dropped the microphone. Oh, yeah. oh that's brilliant. <laughs> Congratulations, Airedale. I think you've won chat for the yeah, night. You win. You, win. <laughs> you get the chat MVP award today. Because yes. yes. <laughs> that's the thing that we're implementing just now, two episodes before the series finale. It was that good of a comment. It was yeah. that good. You have spontaneously caused the creation of an award. Are we going well to the Airedale Award? The Airedale Award. Episode 9 and 10 go to oh, the next yeah. year. We'll have to remember that. <laughs> you hear that, guys. Keep those good comments coming. You mm. might get the award next week. You know people are going to be campaigning for that. <laughs> Do I get the Airedale Award for that? Not if you ask. Oh, man. Oh, but... Um, and 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 no, we we didn't necessarily touch on it too, but like talking about how Caleb's kind of journey this episode, um, just that moment where he resigns his post to let Ben mm. know that like no, I'm gonna go get Abe. Right. That that was a really great moment of like reestablishing trust, and I just I like that it basically what brought um, brought what. Anna Strong said to, mm. to Light, like, you treat him as a friend mm. and he'll he'll earn Inactive your trust by, back. by Mary not, yeah. and not Ben. I mean, I think that's, you know, brilliant writing and, yeah. and, and, the, and the, they go through it amazingly with it. Um, we gonna, have we got time to talk about Townsend? And yes, absolutely. We, we do. I, mean, I, I do want to give a quick shout out to, again, the, the makeup and the effects department because Simcoe at the end there looked Wrecked, absolutely worse for wear. And the acting, yeah. Like oh, act like you've just gotten shot in the ribs. Go yeah. and, then and then landed in your back. And then landed on a pile whimper? of bricks. I'm pretty the sure. Wimp, did you guys you pick up the whimper that he makes when he goes? <laughs> I honestly got. We were yelling for one. By the fact that it looked like his ankle was bending in a way. Oh, it was the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I honest and to God, when he doesn't get shot, like he he wants to. Be dead now because life is seemingly over. Well, I mean, I'm interpreting this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm like this, this is. Please shoot me in this because yeah. I'm a, I'm a beast. I want to be killed on the battlefield. I don't want to go on as a crippled man. Nah, oh, man. I legitimately my, my commentary for this even after he got shot and took the tumble was he's a horror movie villain he'll be fine <laughs> and then we cut to dragging himself with the ankle bending the wrong way and like okay maybe I was wrong I was legitimately right. expecting him to, to get, get back up, up and keep up. going <laughs> like someone in chat said Simcoe's the Terminator a while ago and I'm like yeah oh, you guys have got some tasty stuff next episode uh, we saw the preview oh yeah uh, I just remember some misremembering some stuff that's coming oh it's tasty uh, based on the preview yeah yeah we do <laughs> and we'll take talk another about, bite we'll talk about that when we get to predictions but um uh, i think my favorite thing was just the camera angles when abe is getting ready to fire at him yeah fantastic cinematography yeah. Yeah. and i've said it more than once the rack focuses this season are on point oh yeah, my yeah, god yeah. yes they're all so great <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you brought it let's talk about townsend well, there's in this so episode. many people in the crew on the cast that I'm, i would love to mention but the as you keep hinting at, the crew and uh, are just phenomenal. The camera team, the focus pullers, the, the makeup team, they're all top-notch, and they were such a, a, a... We were so blessed to be able to work with them and get to know the Mike family. They were just brilliant, and I miss them dearly. Um, but, they, yeah, they are first-rate, and 
I mean, you, the, you know, the quality of the show is, is, is clear evidence of that. Yeah, they worked their... MVPs. They, yeah, they worked incredibly hard mm-hmm. to make this show as good mm-hmm. as it is, and yeah. it really does show uh, in every single frame We all spend of that a lot work. of time stopping and yelling about the cinematography and the sound design. And the and lighting. The, and yeah, and that, that's when you know it's good, when we're sitting here going, oh my God, this makes it, and the the, 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 the Usually when it cuts to commercial, I yell something along the lines of, this show is so good! <laughs> 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 that shot though yeah. bad framing ah but um let's let's talk about Townsend yes uh, because we get to see Hercules Mulligan yes. at, the, yes. at the beginning of this episode love Hercules he what a is good a human oh yeah. Yeah. he is just every second every time he's on screen it's just a delight it's a delight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so much fun and basically what what they come that what they what they basically decide on is that like misinformation would be the best way risky to, yeah it's risky but it's it's also a really good way to put the troops into chaos but as they point out it would be like you can easily trace it back to the source. Mm. Yeah, I I loved Cato pointing that out, and then mm. I love the fact that he did it anyway. Like he him? knew. Yeah. Townsend this has was... this thing where he's you haven't seen it in before, where he makes the decision to mm. sacrifice potentially everything. Like before, because he, he's always quite pure, you know, but almost like a very you know Puritan Quaker, very. Mm-hmm. But there's the decision in his eyes where he goes, you go, oh, That's gonna, the right he's, thing he's to do. He's going to do it. And he's yeah. going to risk everything. He's going to risk his father. Everything is going to be on the line here. And then the scene between him and John Carroll Lynch. Just, just oh. the, if I was a more pious Quaker, yeah. I would have stayed out of it. Like, yeah. he knew this was going to be his swan song. He knew he'd probably be caught. And he just went for it anyway. Like, good man. What is, what, and that line of saying, if I sit on the fence, that, no, is something along if you the sit on the pick, those who sit on the picket, picket fence are impaled, impaled by, by it. it yeah uh, get, such get, good you writing get, you get such great you get you get Townsend in in the whole three seasons that we've had him um, that we've been great lucky enough to have him you get him all in one sentence yeah just the, and Nick is just superb oh, it was so good and yeah. talking about again the lighting in this scene is just perfect just yeah. the the low lamplight shadowy yeah. Look, it's so good. And basically Townsend going like, you can go ahead and turn me in, but I'll take you down with me. It's like, <laughs> I'm please. I'm not above doing that. They'll make you a laughing stock or they'll execute you for eating and abetting. You can't win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, we have a couple comments in chat it, that yeah. I love. Uh, one, Shauna says, I could watch an entire show about Rivington and Townsend running a, t- running a tavern. Cheers, 1783. That would be brilliant. <laughs> and then Turnland it was really surprising that Townsend, Mr. Quiet Panic, comes up with such a risky but brilliant pa- plan. Like, he's basically been hashtag internal screaming <laughs> <laughs> ever since they brought him on. <laughs> like, it has been nothing but. Well, and it was and terrible. talking about the rack focus is going from Simcoe to him back to Simcoe. Oh. Just like, yep, he's back there just kind of going. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, his yeah, internal to monologue. To, to this to Abe, Abe's always voicing his concerns, and Townsend's just just internalizing <laughs> all. Of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some little part of him going, 
Why? Speaking I've been a good girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of things that could be uh, shows in and of themselves, we've had uh, more than one person in uh, the hashtag asking uh, about potential spinoff series. Mm. I, I Obviously, I don't think anything's been announced yet, but... The Adventures if, of Lafayette. If, if there's anything in terms of a turn spinoff series that you would want to see, what would you like to see? I'd like to see that. <laughs> I mean, That'd the man great. went How back. How cool is he? He survived the French Revolution. He named one of his sons after George Washington straight up named him George Washington. He up his French military post to join the Americans, uh, to join the continent. He's got the blue. Oh, that story. And it's he's... just phenomenal. If you actually look at his life story, it's incredible. <laughs> Man, and the acts so... of the, uh, in acts, uh, Brian is on point, you know, with the accent and, and the language and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I think what I would like to see as a spinoff is um, Philomena and Robert Rogers going off on a pirate adventure together. Oh my and, god! And yes. Plays. <laughs> yes. Because he wrote plays. Yes. He wrote like he really did write plays. That would be the best. Well, and she can star in them. That would be great on on a ship. Yes. She can star in them on a ship. Maybe Lafayette ship. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. We just get everybody in there. I mean, Bruce, they could come up and be like, you know, a bit of Coast Guard action every yes. now and then, like, you know, come in and out. Maybe you could it's bring, the odd trio. You could, you could have, like, a bit of... Talmadge would come up every now and then. Woodall Make would cameos, come up. for sure. Yeah, just cameos, you know, like in the play, <laughs> in the reading. Oh, oh my gosh. Could you kept, imagine yeah. how Rogers would write those characters? <laughs> they would be caricatures of themselves. Rogers writing Simcoe, though. Oh, oh. <laughs> he would write such a straw man. <laughs> oh, it would be brilliant. Yep. Uh, Shauna says Ben Talmadge also named his son George Washington. I'd be willing to bet that there was just a generation of George Washingtons running around there. <laughs> uh, Red and Toby says any spin uh, any spinoff with Edmund. And oh yeah, yeah, Hewlett. Hewlett. I, I would hope he has some adventures. When a- this anything is all with Ben Goldman. I just yes. I, I, I mean. Oh, Burns in the show. I'll watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking, I was really excited for the Pacific Rim 2 trailer that dropped at Comic-Con. Not even going to lie. Oh, my I'm God. I'm really excited for that. I would be, be too. There's some, yeah, he was talking about that. Um, I think this, he has a pretty interesting take on what they created in the first one and how they moved it into the second. I think there's a bit of oh. progression for him. When, when, we're off, when we're off camera, I would <laughs> oh, love yeah, to yeah. hear that. Love to pick his brain on that for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about this scene for a little bit because he, even though he, he does make the decision to risk everything, that's what ends up happening. Mm. He loses everything mm. in this moment. Mm. But at the end of the day, he's still able to accomplish what he mm. set out to do. Well, mm. he does have a safety net in the form of his father because his father's still alive. They've still got the farm, etc. But no I mean, adult likes to go back and lean on their parents. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, and the other thing, too, is that it's not going to take long before word gets out because, you know, obviously there's a source... The Rivington's alibi is, oh, well, I didn't do it. The the guy who signed over his deed to me mm. and the, the night before he mysteriously disappeared, mm. he's your man. He's just giving him a head start. I think, yeah. I think, I think they're both, like, by the time they get to this point, both men are so beaten by the war. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I feel Rivington by this point is so conflicted because I, um, I think prior to we, meet, we meeting him, he did have a liberal voice. Yeah. And he, he was turned, when it turned on him, the Sons of yeah. Liberty potentially. I, uh, I liked that they, they gave him that little bit of character development. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I think both of them are so beaten by it. And so it, as 
it's it's suggesting throughout the, the show that, that the British are so uh, you know they're on the losing end potentially um, that the risks are being taken pretty so exhausted and uh, you know potentially both these men could die yeah from this this night's action and yet they allow it to happen and I mean we'll see if it has any effect but it's just I just it, every scene in this episode in and un, in un, uh, unto itself is just so poignant and so uh, um, complete and it just keeps going up until that end scene where you're like is the information going to get to Washington is Abe going to spend the rest of the war in a <laughs> ship in prison again <laughs> you know like well, what's happening well it happens to him we, a lot we've seen was what happens was it the third time he says the fourth time <laughs> at least how many times I've been here this is my third time <laughs> And well, just him screaming, I'm Samuel Culper, I'm Samuel yeah, Culper. Yeah, like, yeah. When he's been wow. denying yeah. it, denying I don't want a part of this, yeah. Uh, and, and we know how prisoners were treated on prisoner of war ships yeah. during this time. Yeah. Super I mean, well. We, we saw what happened to poor <laughs> yeah. you know, back in season one. It is not a good place to be He's in. looking pretty good these days, though. Yeah, Sela cleaned up yeah, quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Went to Congress. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, like, talk about, he went... He went really far. He did really well for himself. <laughs> for somebody who was arrested for treason and lost his bar at the very beginning of the series. And, and his was, manner. Yeah. He's everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. I think he's doing pretty well. And his wife. Oh. Uh, technically. Did he ever, did he ever, still did he ever really have her, though? Let's uh, be honest. I don't know yeah, if he no. ever really had her heart. No. <laughs> so, many, so many stories. There's so uh. many, there's so many um, spin-offs. Yes! <laughs> there was so uh can you imagine Anna at the center of a rom com? Like this this entire series reframed from Anna's point of view as a rom com. Love it. <laughs> and she's actually the master spy behind everything. Like we don't yes. get to see the full extent of her excellence. <laughs> She's, she's planting seeds that's, everywhere. That's like, the last shot of the series. She's got all these sparrows. Talk, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? She really does. She's like, she is the master spy. Yeah. That's the last shot of this series is like um, Culper and Washington meet and they shake hands and they have this great moment and then everybody walks out of the room and Anna's just sitting there in a in like a spinny chair going everything has gone according to plan I bet you're wondering why I've gathered you all here tonight <laughs> or she she pulls a house of cards and just turns to the camera and is like yes I've known you've been there the whole time <laughs> <laughs> pulls a robin right I love hello it. fourth wall how are you <laughs> That would be actually a House of Cards style series during this time period would also be really interesting. Oh my god, just that'd saying, be amazing. Just <laughs> guys, guys, just say. They're like stories Gold, for days. Pearls, pearls. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot that can be done, guys. I'm just uh, John I'm just Andre the that. story. Oh. <laughs> I didn't I'm, actually I'm say that specifically to hurt you. It would be <laughs> interesting. You're getting this thing that you like you like men in braids and tights. <laughs> Oh no, Andre's her thing. Oh, Andre's your thing. <laughs> oh <Okay>. yes, a <laughs> little bit of a crush, but that's fine. You don't have the little. Oh, um, last week. We evidently. did last okay, week. Okay. Uh, I, I think I still have it with me, actually. Okay. You, you think you do? We do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm gonna. You haven't sent that. him on his way. <laughs> no, not He's yet. He's keeping him. <laughs> That's not important right now. <laughs> Is he here now? Uh, in in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping him in the back seat of your car. 
shut up. Between us. Traveling yeah. Andre is traveling up and down the 101. This, this <laughs> is the voyage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just us space. three. It's just, just, just us three. Yeah. And the audience. Yeah. We've known you were there the whole time. <laughs> you guys are cool, right? You're not going to out me, right? Yeah, they're cool. They're cool. So, yeah, Flat Andre Travels has been in the chat since the beginning. Oh, have they? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Awesome. Hi, Flat Andre. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That person likes that. They know that idea resonates. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just Andre travels the world. I would watch that spinoff. <laughs> I'm thinking like Stick Stickly, <laughs> which absolutely dates me, which, but I don't care. Again, if you guys want to see that, follow uh, Flat Andre on Twitter and Instagram. They are hilarious. Um, but we we are kind of getting down to sort of wrapping up with this episode. Um, I should we should we dial into some predictions really quick? Can we just give a quick shout out to Shomp? Absolutely. Yes. I I like talking about how he and Abe aren't necessarily the best spies. You have to hand it to him though because he's pretty focused. He's very focused (laughs) and he just looks furious all the time. And I'm pretty sure that's because of the searing pain in his arm. You're welcome. (laughs) He's like an anti sim card. He is. Because both both of them have that wonderful steel gaze that, that can just level you at any second. L- yeah, that and laser that focus intensity. Yeah. But they just happen to be on opposite sides. I like how he says, too, like the second he gets the chance, he's going to burn, burn the, the coat. coat. <laughs> what a dude. What a patriot. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. I'm here for a reason. I've yeah. already been shot once. Yeah, by my own side. I mean, yeah. and here's the thing. If Abe hadn't been slowing him down, he probably would have kidnapped him. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this week's MVP goes to Abraham Woodhoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did we have something in the chat? Oh, uh, Flat Andre says he wants to go to In-N-Out after the show. <laughs> I agree. In, we are in California. That would be pretty great. That's um, the jokes about the 101. But yes. yeah, let's let's delve into some really quick predictions. Really, really, really quick. And now, your After Buzz TV. Yeah, guys, I don't know if I... <laughs> Where is that coming from? <laughs> well, the studio's Wouldn't haunted. you like to know? <laughs> I think what really throws people off is when uh, we have the soundboard with the live studio audience, and they're like, oh, thank okay, you, yeah. thank you. <laughs> no light show today, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to assume that's important. the chat. You can cue them. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. Um, But yeah, so based on the preview from next week, it looks like Hewlett and Simcoe are like that storyline is going to (laughs) be resolved. Take a bite, Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's as good as it looks. Uh, Oh, good. Maybe you shouldn't have killed the horse. I'm just saying. Saying. Some good old fashioned sadism. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like uh, this episode was a lot of dominoes being put into right. place, um, which I love because you, you're getting like all these little microcosms finally coming together. Oh, I, I feel think we've like, seen the first few dominoes start to fall. Yeah, that's starting with Simcoe. That's <laughs> that's May. what the next two episodes are really going to be. And I'm with you. I feel like uh, Yorktown is going to be a big part of. Maybe maybe not the next episode, but definitely the next two. Maybe maybe even it's a two-parter. Maybe the, the battle starts at the end of next episode, and then we wrap up the Battle of Yorktown, and yeah. I don't know. That's that's a thought. Airedale <laughs> says, uh, justice for Bucephalus. And <laughs> Jack Turner, who joins us at the end, says, no way! Just joined, and there's Caleb! <laughs> Hi, Jack. <laughs> Welcome aboard, brother. 
How you doing? <laughs> Welcome. This will be up we on tape iTunes. an hour earlier, so you know. <laughs> this is so a- next week, tune in an hour earlier, and we'll be here, and you can see the whole show. And this is literally up on on YouTube as soon as we're done. So you just refresh the page, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Bucephalus. Yeah, I'm putting that on a shirt. <laughs> be tweeting that out tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Um, so yeah, I feel like that does it for predictions. Dan, thank you so oh, so much for taking so the time welcome. to, to come onto the show what and talk blast. about being Caleb. Do you guys have any upcoming projects that you can talk about? Yeah, sure. I'm, I, um, there's a film uh, that I was a part of, or lucky enough to be part of, that has just come out on Netflix called Opja. Ooh! Um, oh. Yeah, um, I've been hearing a lot yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, it's by a wonderful filmmaker called Bong Joon Ho. I've seen advertisements see. for that okay. one. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 it, the movie is bonkers but brilliant. Um, got a great cast: Tilda Swinton, Jane Gyllenhaal, um, Paul Dano, Stephen Yun, Giancarlo Esposito. Um, yeah. And you. And, and me, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, and, and and other great actors as well. Um, it's. Um, it's bonkers. It's a great ride. And give it a crack. It's on Netflix now. You can also see it at the New Beverly this Sunday. That's uh, um, that's the only place that has a film print of it. Oh, that's oh. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, Get into it. Well, um, any final thoughts then on this episode and on the, the journey that has been turned Washington Spies as a whole? Uh, for pers- me personally, it's mm-hmm. been um, brilliant. I've had... I've made great friends and I have new family um, I have um, been paid to do that which is always brilliant <laughs> it's always um, a plus a bonus yeah. um, <laughs> I've gotten to play um, a wonderful character that has been fleshed out to the fullest um, and that has been a blessing when you get to do something that you love um, and then to do it with great people so it's been a wonderful ride um, and I've learned much about the beginnings of this country that I wouldn't have had I not had the chance to be a part of this show. Um, and you guys, you guys, all the fans out there have made it such such a wonderful thing. Oh, yeah, they do. They, oh, this is a little heart thing that people do as well. Do you, do you do that one? No, I haven't. Heart. Huh. Little heart. They just put your little thing in there, little heart. Aww. It's like a smaller version. Oh, I get it's it. Easier. I get it. Aww. Little heart to all the fans because the fans on this show are... Oh, I got it. I ridiculously <laughs> you get it? Yeah, just like, where's the hot? Oh, there it is. There's the ventricle. And <laughs> but thank you. So much love, and it, it makes me blush con- constantly to, to go on, on social media. That's my phone. I'm pointing at <laughs> So thank you, guys. Well, uh, it's... And thank you for having me. It's been of real course. fun. Thanks for coming. Sorry, thanks. it took me so long. <laughs> hey, you made it, and yeah. that's what counts. You're just like yeah. Jack. You showed up before <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know you guys are super busy and, you know, with traveling, and so it really does mean a lot when you guys come down and take time out of your guys' busy schedules to talk about this show. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, where can people go if they want to keep up with you and with all of these upcoming projects? Oh, um, I have a Twitter account. Uh, it's my name. <laughs> Daniel underscore Henshaw. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one. Um, and I have a, a uh, I Instagram, and that's at Henshaw Sun. Yeah, those two things. You can, yeah, you come and join the party. 
Well, all again, right. cannot say thank you enough. Uh, Katie, where can people go if they want to find you? You can follow me all over the social medias and on YouTube at Kiaxe. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. If you want to watch any other shows I'm on, uh, Robots in Disguise is on now. It's Tuesdays at 7. And I am also on Geek and Sundry's Gather Your Party, Friday nights at 9.30 on twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. I'm also starting streaming, and my Twitch is also Kiaxe because branding. <laughs> so keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Branding. <laughs> there. Imagination. Branding. Uh, and I'm, I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I also have an Instagram with that same handle. I do a bunch of shows here on After Buzz TV, and I write articles for the movie chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. And be sure to check out the season finale of the Shadow Radio Recreation, where I do the voice of Margot Lane. It's a fun time. <laughs> well, thank you guys Ooh. so, so much, Dan. Thank you so much again thank for, for coming in. Thank you, thank guys, you, thank you. Two episodes left. We will see you back here next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil... 